0: Welcome back to The Fallen World Podcast, a near-future post-apocalyptic RPG adventure where zombies are real and dangers hide around every corner. This adventure is episodic, so if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I highly recommend doing so. But without further ado, let's return to The Fallen World and the next chapter of our adventure.
1: Welcome to Adventure 2 of the Fallen World Campaign. The title of this adventure is Heart of the Forest. And true to form, I am going to start you all off with combat because that is my favorite way to start an adventure. So, everybody, roll initiative. Peace.
2: In Meteorites.
0: 13 for Creed,
3: 17 for Alara.
4: 22
1: for Quinn. OK. You find yourselves deep in Warden territory. You are in uh, uh, so far into the forest that uh, while it's not night, it might as well be. Uh, you, uh, The canopy of trees is uh, thick overhead. You have arrived at your destination, but you find yourselves in terrible danger. Uh, the tree house that you were seeking out is much closer than you thought it would be. And the three figures you've been trailing are chanting at the base of it. Uh, underneath the treehouse is piles of bones and viscera, uh, animal intestines you think and such. And the tree branches are adorned with macabre mementos. uh, The head of a doll that looks like a femur tethered with leather to a branch. uh, Another branch is holding a kettle, sloshing some sort of thick, dark liquid. What immediately draws your attention is the branches of the trees near you which are whipping about like vines. They have uh, a pliability of a a whip or a rope. And as they uh, bash about, when you are the first to act. It's as if the trees themselves have come alive to stop you from reaching the treehouse.
4: Takes like a step back. What the hell? You
1: <laughs> think you're gonna have to cut your way through them to get to your destination?
3: Are you up for hurting trees?
4: <laughs> My third degree here. Um.
2: Oh, that's right. You're a warden, aren't you? Mm -hmm. How does Quinn feel about this?
4: Quinn's a little confused. It's not something that she's really ever seen in
1: her area. No, you have never seen anything like this. I think that goes for pretty
2: much all of us, right?
4: Well, it looks like we're going to have to cut our way through this. I don't seem to have a machete of any kind. Um,
3: Do you need to borrow my axe?
4: I have a, I do have a short sword. So she's, uh, Quinn's gonna pull out her um, short sword and have that ready to swing at some of these branches.
1: Branches lash out at you unless you are taking a preemptive strike at one Quinn
4: I was just at the ready I haven't struck yet okay
1: well I'll call that a held action and you may attack a branch as it grasps at you sort of snaking uh, like a like a whip or a serpent
4: okay I will swing with my short sword a 23 to hit.
1: You connect, roll damage.
4: The nine for damage.
1: Wood chunks fly. The tendril is nearly completely separate. Uh, what is left of it uh, lashes against you. Quinn, you duck underneath the Lash and Bind. The next one comes at you, Creed. Uh, you step aside. Alara, you jump over yours. Naturally. And then one comes at Socket as well. Uh, also missing Socket. Oh. But just barely. Uh, all of it seems as though there are six of these vines lashing around. The next person up is Creed.
0: All right, well, I pruned plenty of trees in my day, and I have no intention to be pruned by one. So let's go. Uh, I'm going to Creed's going to pull out his uh, his machete uh worn machete and uh just uh i think so right now um uh there's uh, a has been grabbed by one or or
1: everyone no. has been no one has been touched yet these things okay kind of whipping around whip.
0: okay all right um I'm gonna see which one is closest, uh, closest to me, and honestly, I'm just gonna pull my uh, my machete out and uh, kind of by staying close with my companions, I'm just gonna ready uh, ready my attack in case one of them gets grabbed or uh, I'm attacked by one.
1: Okay, Quinn, you noticed that Sam did bring machete to this fight. Alara.
3: yeah uh i'm gonna pull out my axe and get chopping
1: okay do you want to team up with quinn against the one that lashed at her or do you want to fend off the one that is whipping at you
3: yeah self-preservation it's the apocalypse okay. go ahead and roll to hit oh that's a
1: nine yeah you just have the leverage your axe kind of scatters off the, the the thick bark on the outside of it. And it what is... are
3: the what are the chances an unarmed strike will hurt a tree? Because I do have a bonus
1: action. <laughs> you can. I mean, you've shattered wood before. There was this one time you had to kick down a door.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd like to do that then. Okay. Let's see if I can kick off a trunk. 14?
1: Fourteen. Fourteen uh, does not hit it. It is very. Uh, that door just stayed still. But this uh, this whipping tree branch, not so much.
2: Socket. Uh, Socket's gonna start to freak out a little bit. Start screaming, ah! And she pulls out the closest thing that she has on her utility belt which is her flare gun uh, which is probably not the smartest thing to do in the middle of the woods but she's kind of panicked right now so she fires off a shot at uh at one of these trees aiming as best as she can okay Uh, i believe that's
0: a
1: Well, you pop it with the flare gun. Roll your damage. I'm gonna say that uh, the wood has a vulnerability to this, so it will take. Uh, I think vulnerability is an extra five points of damage.
2: Uh, you were tall, John or Ben? I think it's doubled.
0: Yeah, I think that's 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 how five, fifth edition oh, is doubled in half.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, how much damage did you do? Uh, five one of the branches catches on fire and burns away. Uh, go ahead and roll a 20-sided die, Ben, and let me know what you get. A five. Okay, it seems to have burned out at the stub of the branch. Good. <laughs> uh, you keep the chanting coming in the distance, Quinn, the three wardens that you were looking for are here and they seem to be doing some sort of right ceremony at the base of this treehouse. house uh, and the air around the treehouse seems distorted somehow almost like you're it's not hot but it's almost like you're looking you know how when you look through heat waves and things kind of just sort of shift or shimmer that's a little bit what it looks like here in the incredibly dim light of the nearly dark forest. and it is quinn's action
4: do i know the three wardens that we're looking for or do i am i just you do not know them
1: personally.
4: so Quinn kind of tries to look through the, the haze and possibly, who's closest to me in the group?
0: What? Go ahead. I was going to say, I think I moved up next to her, uh, but I don't know for sure. Then it's Sam.
4: And I'll kind of just speak to Sam and be like, can you see that?
0: Yeah, do they do? Just be, they do seem to be up to some kind of foul. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that heat haze is, uh, I don't know. Do we know this uh, this area better than I do? Should we? I mean, I might be able to reach one of them with my rifle from here, but I don't know if that's the drastic measures we need to be taking.
1: Yeah, you, you know the location that you're at. This place is called the Treehouse, and it is an old treehouse in the heart of the uh, place, claimed by time. It is a place where teenagers would sometimes go to, you know, be, be away or, or to party or to do other teenager things. Uh, it, lately it's uh, started to make some wardens nervous. Uh, it's clear that it's been used for other things. Dark offerings were made here. Uh, Animal entrails were often found at the base of the treehouse, and this has become uh, an area of suspicion and interest in the recent months uh, by the wardens.
4: Well, I know this is who we're looking for, but it doesn't seem like they really want to be found.
1: The the trees, the, the, the whipping branches are absolutely blocking your forward movement. You could try to dance past them, but uh, you know that they would all be lashing out at you as you did. The the safer way to proceed would be to try to cut them back or down.
4: So she's gonna, um, Quinn will um, swing at the, the previous branch that she already hit. Okay.
1: Go ahead and roll a hit
4: and
1: that is a 22. Uh, You connect and you snap the branch off. It it falls to the ground and it sort of writhes and wriggles a few more times uh, before it goes still. Another branch lashes out at you Quinn, missing. Uh, You step out of the way. Uh, Sam Cox, uh, a branch wraps around your ankle as you're kind of protectively looking out for Quinn.
4: Can I use my bonus attack for that, or my sneak attack?
1: Well, your sneak attack is a, is a standard attack. It's not an extra attack. Uh, the monk gets a bonus attack as a special power, but your sneak attack is extra damage on a regular attack when you're fighting it with an ally. So your action has passed. Uh, Creed, give me a uh, strength
0: check. Ooh, that's not good. That's a five.
1: You lose your footing and begin to get whisked into the woods. You are, we'll just say for now, five feet away from your group. Uh, okay. You did have a held action if you want to swing at the branch now uh, you'll just going to reset your initiative to that. Uh, but, uh, you can go ahead and act now to try to free yourself either with an attack or a, a proactive strength check.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to reach down, uh, as it's kind of pulling me, uh, I'm going to kind of whip around. So it's almost dragging me. So I'm sitting, sitting up and, or trying to, and then, uh, try to hack down with my machete on this, uh, on this branch is pulling me. Let's see if I can roll a little better. 16
1: Uh, 16 hits it but you don't really just little bits of wood spray off this is surprisingly dense Uh, you're now a little more impressed with the accuracy of quinn's flows because she made pretty short work of hers. Uh, alara you're kind of taking this in the periphery but the branch that uh that just got quinn there's another one trying to get not Quinn, the one that just got Creed, there's another one that is trying to get
3: Well, you said that we could dance past these branches, right? You can try. She is a dancer. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna try then. But first I'm gonna use some of my special powers to step with the wind and Take a disengage action, which should mean that I can avoid these attacks from these branches as I'm trying to run past them. And <clears throat> I don't know if this dancing means that I should be doing a performance check or maybe acrobatics.
1: Yeah, I think acrobatics is probably the way to go there.
3: Well, I have a higher bonus there anyway. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12. Is that required
1: for, tell me about your disengage action, does that work just against the one that you're fighting? Or does that give you the ability to avoid attacks of opportunity for your entire movement?
3: For my entire turn,
1: yes. Okay. So, and... and is it contingent on a successful acrobatics check?
3: Nope. I actually don't know why I did that.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> just for flavor. Start a cartwheel and it's fine. 12 is it's not, not particularly hard for you, but you dance past these lashing branches and make it, make it look easy. And you're about maybe 30 feet from these robed figures by the time you are past the, uh, the lashing trees.
3: Can I take another move action to get to them then?
1: Yes, you may. You may move towards them. Uh, as you close in, they're not quite as close as you thought they were. And they still seem just a little bit beyond your reach. My
3: move speed is 40 now. So (laughs) if they were 10 feet,
1: (laughs) Uh... I hear you loud and clear.
2: And it is now Sophoff's turn. Okay, Um, I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball, Mike. Um, So seeing Creed hoisted up into the air by his ankles, by these... Drug
1: along the forest
2: floor. I see. I see. Um, She's going to run towards him and go, I got you, Creed. And she's going to pull this strange looking device out of her uh, her jacket um, that's similar to what the thumpers look like in Dune, if you've ever seen okay. those. Um, and she's gonna stick it into the base of this tree, or right next to it. Um, and it begins to seismically rock the ground and turn it almost into, like, a liquid. Um, hopefully churning up the the soil around the tree's roots um and mechanically i am casting earth Tremor. okay and um so that causes each creature other than me in a 10 foot radius uh to make a dexterity save and on a failed save they are taking 1d6 bludgeoning damage and they're not prone. So falling over.
1: Okay, I uh, let's see how that works. Um, what is the safety?
2: Say that one more time. What is the difficulty class of the saving throw? Uh, that is 14. And it's dex? Dex. And it's every creature? Every creature, yes. So- oh,
4: us two.
1: The ground beneath you starts to shape Alara is going to be the only one who doesn't really have to deal with this, and perhaps <laughs> also uh, Socket at Socket's
2: discretion. It says every creature other than me, but I'm no, I'm okay with making the save too because that's I think it's fine. Fun. It,
1: You're kind of it's coming. Vibrations erupt through the forest floor. Creed, the tendril actually does let go of you as the whole tree shakes. Uh, the tree does not get felled, it is just too big for that, but all of the whipping branches begin to vibrate irregularly. Go ahead and make a dex saving throw. Uh, I'm going to say that you have advantage Creed to not get jostled
0: because you're already able to kind of roll with it, but uh, I'm going to... I rolled a 24, so hopefully that is... Good enough <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah you you roll right through it quinn go ahead and make a saving throw dexterity yeah you're fine uh, the ground shakes it's not a big deal for you you're, you're rather light on on your feet laura you see this before the others do but it's brighter now in the forest there seems to be this off Yellowish light that is emanating from inside of the treehouse. This glow, if you will. The tree attempts to uh, lash out again. But I'm going to say that these branches are disrupted for around uh, due to the uh, the tremor. And you can't really knock them. So the 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 benefit is that the uh, you. You've, shaken the roots to the point where the, the trees are sort of stunned. I'll take it. Gwen, you see up ahead, this glow coming from the treehouse. You see the three hooded figures are now standing still they Their chanting has stopped their their backs are bent, arched backwards and their arms are not quite out at a 90 degree angle, but sort of up palms up towards the treehouse that looms above them it is your action
4: she's going to take the opportunity to see that the branches have kind of st- stopped waving about and sneak past to try to get up to where alara is
1: yeah you could you could move past them now without yep. further incident or you could take this opportunity to cut cut another one down
4: I'm gonna move past them.
1: Okay. Smart choice. <laughs> you cover the ground with the full action and catch up to a lot. Creed.
0: Well, I think you scared it. All right. I am sufficiently creeped out by this tree and all of the people at the base of it. Um, I think uh I think uh Sam is going to uh yell out, be like All right, stop. Put your hands down. Don't stop whatever you're doing. Just stop it. And he's gonna yell that out at the people at the tree and see if they respond to that in any way.
2: Okay. Like a stern dad. Yeah. (laughs) Knock
0: off what you're doing. (laughs) Stop it.
2: Okay, sorry. I dropped out for a little bit. Can I get a rundown of what happened?
1: The treehouse is emanating a strange kind of a sickly yellow glow. And the three robed and hooded wardens beneath it have stopped chanting and they're sort of with their arms stretched up, backs arched,
2: looking up at it. That doesn't sound good. Um, goodness. I suppose Socket will take advantage of the trees being stunned for this moment in time and try to run up to where Alara is and uh, I suppose she'll try to help back up uh, Creed with his stern talking to by pointing one of her weapons at them and uh, say, you'll be next if you don't Knock this off.
1: Yeah, it's a good good moment. Why don't uh, create Why don't you make an intimidation check, and uh, you can take advantage on that with the assistance that Socket
0: gives. Awesome. Uh, Thirteen was my highest. Okay.
1: And that's with your intimidation?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's with intimidation.
1: Okay, it's, it's credible. Like you you, you all know that Creed will put a thing down when he needs to, and you don't think he's bluffing. But as if on cue, so I'll just set the scene here. Alara is at, at the very forefront, a beat behind Alara is Socket and Quinn. And then back in the group of trees that were lashing around is Creed with his rifle up at his shoulder, taking aim on the group of, of robed figures beneath the treehouse. As if in response, the door the treehouse Swings open, some 15 feet above you all. Little rope ladder in tatters dangling down. There's a, some sort of figure or presence, kind of coming out of the glow. It's hard to make out. It's almost like a silhouette or an outline. The three robe figures seem to get even taller, but that's when you all realize that they're not getting taller, they're actually being lifted up. And some of the vines or branches that you were contending with seem to be in them, in their chests, and are pulling the three of them up towards the open aperture of the treehouse. And a uh, chill goes down everybody's spine. I want you all to make will saves. Your DC is 14.
3: 15 from Malara. 21 from Saka.
4: 9 <laughs> from <first.
0: laughs> Yeah, 11, <laughs> 11 for, for old Sam. I mean,
4: Not you
1: having a good day. feel the sweat beads rolling down your back, creating. And Quinn, the first instinct you have is to run for your life. It's been a long two weeks. And you find yourselves reflecting back on how you even got here to the beginning of this story. And that starts in Fort pike
0: Thank you for listening to the Fallen World Podcast. If you are looking for ways to help support the creators of this show, please consider heading to outbreakchallenge.com and checking out the Outbreak app. The Outbreak is a mobile fitness game where you can use your real-world step and exercise to run from and battle zombies on an interactive fitness adventure in an apocalyptic wasteland. You can face the challenge alone or invite your friends to join and help you survive. You can also compete against your friends and see who becomes a zombie snack. There are more than 17 different races and challenges to choose from, all with unique stories and themes that take place within the Fallen World setting. Plus, if you survive, we'll send you a real-life medal. Seriously, a real medal, and they're real awesome. The Outbreak is available for download now on both the Apple and Google App Stores. The game also easily pairs with your Fitbit, Apple Watch, and other smart wearables. So, head over to theoutbreakchallenge.com or download the Outbreak app today to get started on your own zombie smashing adventure. We'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, keep those windows boarded and rations stocked. You never know what new horrors will lie around the corner in the fallen world.